Welcome to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. The Think Wealthy Podcast is sponsored by YDLP Investments, the home of the $10,000 commercial real estate investment. Hello, and welcome back to the Think Wealthy Podcast. I'm your host, David Prail. So moving away from dollar cost averaging back into the world of diversifying through the broader market, we're going to discuss today a couple more ways, a few more ways that we can diversify in a much broader way uh, before we get into much more laser-focused strategies. So one option you have is another um, index called the Russell 2000, uh, not as famous as the Dow Jones Industrial Average, not as famous as the S&P 500. The Russell 2000 is, is comprised of 2,000 small cap companies. Uh, there is an ETF, just like for the S&P, there is an ETF, and just like for the Dow Jones, there is an ETF. So too, for the Russell, there is an ETF. You can easily trade in and out of it. Again, there are times where small cap companies, micro cap companies, outperform larger companies. There are times where they underperform larger companies. It's just another way to diversify. There are also ETFs for foreign companies. There are ETFs for different sectors. Uh, what ETFs really allow us to do is diversify um, almost any way we want to. There are ETFs that are built to amplify gains or losses. Uh, for example, there are ETFs that allow you to triple the S&P. So if you think the S&P is going to go up and you're very, very bullish on it, you can buy into that. And if the S&P goes up 1%, you'll go up 3%. But that also works in the reverse. And it's very worth noting in these types of ETFs that the market tends to move up slower than it moves down. Markets fall down, as the saying goes, they don't fall up. So usually moving up happens over time, so your losses may be amplified, but that is out there. Another twist on the broad market strategy we're discussing is to, is to break your portfolio in, into baskets of stocks based on sectors. So, for example, you may want to place 20% of your portfolio in tech companies, 20% into energy. There are even brokerages that automate this for you. Um, ETFs make this very available if you want to hit up a, a broad slice of, of tech stocks. Now, if you're more adventurous, um, you can move away from this and focus on individual stocks. Now, this is more risky, uh, but there also is more potential reward here. Indices, because of their size, um, because they absorb a lot of things that are moving up and moving down simultaneously, uh, they move slower because they reflect broader markets, and broader markets move slower. The individual stocks, they can have days where they shoot up. They can have days where they, they plummet. Um, when you buy a lot of stocks, that's when you already get into an index, and they kind of balance themselves out. So if you want to go individual, buy individual stocks, so you would need to do your research on the company. You want to understand what you're buying into. Um, but I've known people who've made money without being very sophisticated. They just buy companies and hold them for a long time. You know, if you bought Facebook, when did it come out? Eight years ago, ten years ago, and just held it, you'd be doing very well for yourself. If you bought Apple and held it, you'd probably be doing very well for yourself. At the same time, it's 
you don't really know if these companies are going to succeed. Each of these companies have faced challenges. They faced uh, fear in the market where people have been, there are times where they've been doubted. And you want to be sophisticated um, in how you do this so you don't get stuck in one stock. You don't get stuck in any limited range of stocks. And then bad things happen. There's some very, very large companies, very, very established companies. Um, Kodak was one time part of the Dow Jones Industrial Average. Those are selected stocks that are supposed to be the bellwether stocks for the U.S. economy. And, and now it's, well, it's not much of a, it's not much anymore. Um, so you want to be very careful when you go with the individual stocks. Now, once we, another, I won't say advantage, <coughs> But another um, option that going the way of individual stocks allows you to do is it allows you to go into certain types of options, certain types of combinations. Like for example, um, some people just like to focus on what's called blue chip stocks. These are very large established companies with very strong track records. Some people like dividends. There's a group of stocks called the dividend aristocrats. Uh, these are stocks that have paid out dividends for the last 25 years and have increased their dividend every single year. So you can buy into those and get the ever-increasing dividends that are paid out. Uh, we haven't covered that, but dividends are just when a company decides to pay out cash to their shareholders, that means you'll get money back in your account on a regular basis. Usually dividends in today's market are not terribly high, between 2 and maybe 3%. Um, when the market crashes, though, you can get dividends are pretty high. Dividends are usually set based on, or always set, based on a specific cash amount. So if the stock price drops, then the dividend yield goes up. Um, However, if the stock is really suffering, companies can always cut the dividend. It's decided on a quarterly basis, typically. There is another strategy called Dogs of the Dow, where on the first day of the year, the first day of the trading year, you buy the top 10 dividend-yielding stocks in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. And their entire website is de dedicated to assessing the performance of these strategies. So you can look up buy and hold strategies and see all these different strategies out there, what their historical performance is, and if some of them speak to you, give it a shot, see if it works. Typically, when you're just buying a, a range of stocks, you will probably do well. The historical performance of the S&P, the historical performance of the general market, um, typically it goes up. So if you buy and hold it, chances are in five to 10 years from now, you'll have more money. Obviously, the the point of this is not just to have more money, but to, to maximize your returns while minimizing your risk. And, and we'll get more into that um, after you go forward. Thanks so much for joining. Thanks so much for joining me today. I hope you learned something of value. If you've gained from this podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a five-star review. If you feel that I haven't earned that five-star review, please reach out and let me know how we can earn your recommendation. Until next time, I'm David Prell, and thank you again for joining me today on the Think Wealthy Podcast, sponsored by YDLP Investments.